Texas as we welcome you back to the Nate Kilbert program here at the Davey Whitney Arena here on the beautiful campus of Alcorn State University with our producer Jamario Brooks, Charles Edmond here. Glad you could join us here on the program as the Braves get ready to go to Texas. Lady Braves in Jackson State on Saturday, this past Saturday and we'll talk about Prairie View and Texas Southern. The Lady Braves still have a shot you know, at the at the top eight, half game out of eighth place right now, which is led by Bethune Cookman at six and nine. They've got four to play, and uh, the Lady well, Bethune Cookman, excuse me, has three to play, and the Lady Braves have four to play. A half game out of eighth. We do have the tiebreaker on Bethune Cookman. So I don't know how much scoreboard watching we'll be looking at on Saturday and Monday and going down the stretch, but I'm sure we will. But we got to handle our own business if we're going to get to that point. Charles Edmond, Lady Braves head coach Nate Kilbert. Coach Kilbert, how you doing, sir? Doing good, Charles. What about yourself? Uh, I'm doing, I'm doing, I'm doing good. Doing okay. And uh, down the stretch we come. You know, Coach Busty was talking about it earlier. For him, there's only seven more practices left until the SWAC tournament. My, oh, my, how basketball season rolls along. Well, that's that's true, Charles. Before you know anything, we'll be back in football season and basketball season will be starting again. And I, once you look at it, it's just – it's, it's really about life. Look how fast life is moving. I mean, before you know, before you know anything, next year will be over with. We'll be we'll be here talking again about going into the, the following year. It just seemed like time is flying so fast. I just remember when when I was younger, it seemed like it was just in place, wouldn't go nowhere. Time was just standing still. <laughs> now, you know, once I, once I think once I got over forty, it just seemed like it speeded up and wouldn't stop. Yeah, time flies, and they say time flies when you're having fun. Yeah. And you, when you're having a lot of fun when you're winning games. And so, obviously, we had a big streak going against Jackson, Jackson State rolling in here. And, again, we talk about a quarter. We've talked about it all year long. But in this case against Jackson State, it, this game boiled down to a two-minute stretch in which Jackson State led by eight at the break, and it was a tie game at 20 with two minutes left, they hit a couple of big threes, went on an 8-0 run, and you look at the game and how it played out in the second half. This team fought, Coach. This team fought, fought, fought. You know, it just, it just I don't know, just an emotional. When you're broadcasting the game, you try not to be emotional. <laughs> but when your team plays so hard and you're, you're happy with the win, but then it's tough when you don't, it still kind of tugs at you a little bit because we did play hard to hang around in the game. But – all it takes sometimes is a minute or two-minute stretch, and that costs us, especially late in the first half. Yeah, well, Charles, that's how good teams make you pay when you when you maybe when you get like a day school, and it got to be but a minute. It could be thirty seconds, and you get like a day school, and uh, they they hit you with runs. And I think that's what Jackson did to us. We we had a we had a, it was I remember it good. It was a minimum, it was a minute and fifty-four seconds left in that first half. You know, and they hit us with that run where they hit two threes on it and they got a layup on us to, to go into the half. And a score ended up being 20-20 turned into a 28-20 to yeah. halftime score. And I and if, if, once you look back on it, you don't like to say that was a different in the game, but it, it really was. You know what I mean? If we, I think if we could have stayed close to them or uh, uh, even had the lead going into 
in, into the half, I think it would have been a different game, you know, because we would have put them in a situation. Because the team that's always expected to win, and Jackson expected to win. You know, they were. They were expected to win here. But the pressure's always on them, too. The closer the game, down the stretch, the more pressure that's on the team that's supposed to win, you know. But uh, I was proud of our kids. I thought they played hard. I thought they really uh, – we had a good game plan for Jackson. Nene uh, 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 really was knocking a shot down. So, anytime she's shooting the ball like that, we always got a chance to stay in games simply because uh, she's an outside threat for us and she opened up the game for everybody and I thought she did a real good job of shooting the ball and uh which kept us close because we were making shots and uh, we didn't we didn't we didn't have one of those quarters where we just didn't do nothing you know what I mean we, we we played all four quarters I thought we just had spans in the game like that two minute span just before we went into the half where we didn't we didn't close out the quarter well and that's what we've been talking about closing our quarters and uh we didn't close that quarter out well and I, and I think it, it in the end it hurt us you talk about the game plan. What what was the game plan the second go around against JSU? I mean, I I, I think was just to make somebody other than Crump, Avent, and Bowler beaters. And you notice we didn't never double team on on Angel Jackson down low. We never double teamed her. We never uh, we let Destiny play her one on one. She ended up getting getting I think what 17, 18 points, something like that. But they didn't also they didn't get going either. Simply because they weren't hitting those long threes on. We held Avent, I think, to five points. She was one for some shooting. Uh, we held uh, uh, Crump to nine, I think. And uh, we held Bowler to – I think we had all of them, but basically under 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 double figures. You know, when you can do that with, with their best three, you can stay close to them. Now, we had to start doing stuff off trying to double Angel down low, uh, Jackson down low. We had to start trying to double her that would open them up, and they would have got going. So, I thought our game plan was perfect. Uh, Angel made – made a few shots that we didn't think she could make too. Now, don't get me wrong. She made a couple of tough shots down off in there that we wasn't expecting for her to be able to make, especially against Destiny, because I thought that would have been a good matchup. But uh, we, we was right where we wanted to be when it came to the way we, the style of defense that we played against them. We kept the game where we wanted it to be. If you had told me that we held Jackson State to eight points in a quarter, and we did, eight, eight in the third quarter, just without even looking at anything else. If you said 8-8 eight, eight and a quarter, i say, you know what? Lady Braves probably won that game. It was Jackson <laughs> State. But, you know, it was a low-scoring game. Yeah. You kept it kind of – it was at the pace that you wanted. right? Yeah. And you could tell right off the bat the pace was right there. Yeah, yeah, it was, especially when, when both teams would have been down the floor about four or five possessions and neither team scored. You knew – we knew that, that played into our favor, though. We played in our favor simply because nobody's scoring the basketball, and we like low-scoring low games. Games in the 50s, low 50s, we feel like we have a better chance of winning. And I'm not saying that we can't win games in the low 60s, but we know when the game's in the low, low 50s and high, high 50s, we, we stand a better chance of winning. Uh, let's go to the fourth quarter, Coach. We were down by as many as 10, and then we cut it to six on a Cheatham three to make it 48-42. to 42. Then Jackson made a couple of free throws to go up eight. And then Tajane Wright hit a three. So we got as close as five a couple of times with 320 left in the fourth quarter. Talk about that, just playing through that, and then how Jackson State was able to counter. Well, I, I think the the biggest thing uh, for us during that time, Charles, was, is when we fouled, where we made fouls at. Because I remember us fouling Jackson uh, 
50 feet, 50 feet away from the bucket to put her at the line. And you can't put a great free throw shooter at the line like her. And I thought we did that one time when we was making a good run at them right after we had scored a basket. And, you, and we came back and made a, just made a bad foul. I thought it was a bad foul at the time. Uh, but other than that, well, I thought we were real, real solid in, in the defensive area. You know, Jackson State just shoots free throws so well. You can't, you don't have anybody you can you can point out or pick out on the floor that you want to foul. And uh, during that time, we didn't really want to foul anybody. I thought we should have just been more solid defensively. If we had been more solid defense, we would have gave ourselves a better chance. And I don't think our kids was fouling intentionally, right? I think they've just been aggressive. And a lot of times in, in big big rivalry games like that, you be aggressive and you just get. A lot of times you get over-aggressive, and I thought we did a couple of times we got over-aggressive and put them at the line when we should have just been solid defensively. And I think it would have changed the, the momentum of the game and the outcome of the game too. Make them shoot over you. Make them take tough shots and don't put them at the line. Uh, I think they went to the line 29 times, something like that. That's just too many for a good shoot, uh, free throw shooting team. You just can't put them at the line that many times. That's too many easy baskets for them. Yeah, and they, they were knocking down their free yeah. throws too where it was a struggle. In the first half of it seemed like third and fourth quarter they, they were knocking them down. Yeah, they were they shot free throws well down the stretch and I and I like to say they shot free throws well when it was winning time. You know, and you can make your free throws when it's winning time, when teams are, are making runs at you and you are able to withstand that lead simply because you're making free throws. And I think that's that, that's what win games for you. That's what keeps leads for you. The ability to make free throws. And it it's that it has hurt us in some of our games before Jackson because we did shoot free throws well in the process of the game or we did shoot free throws well down the stretch. But Jackson, that's what makes them good. They're a good free throw shooting team. And we just talking about one little thing. We're talking about free throw shooting. They're good at it. So that's what makes them a real good basketball team because they know how to close people out. And they close you out by shooting free throws well down the stretch. You, you can't foul them. Well, uh, Zania White made a, a basket to cut it to seven with 220 left in the fourth quarter. That's as close as we're able to get as Jackson wins the game by the final score of 62-54. to 54. And to your point, Coach, Jackson State was 19 of 29 as we're looking at at, at, at some of the highlights here. I mean, they were able to get around and, and, and knock down some shots. There's Zania White had it blocked and, and stayed with it. Um, free throws, you talked about it, 19 of 29, and we were only 7 of 13. So they were plus 12 in makes, and that was huge. Yeah, it was huge simply because uh, they got to the line a lot more than what we did. And I thought uh, I thought uh, they was being a lot more aggressive. But, but the, the, our style of defense uh, kind of hurt us in that area simply because we was not leaving Boulder and we was not leaving Crump. We didn't want them to get going. So we allowed uh, our, our post players to be more one-on-one -on -one with their man. Normally we'll, we'll, we'll help it off of that, help it off those people to, to try to get them to pick the ball up. But we didn't do it in helping. But the biggest thing, Charles, is – we fouled too much. We fouled too much in the fourth quarter. We fouled them too much. We didn't. We didn't force them to make tough baskets. You know, and not saying that they can't, cause they're quite capable of making tough baskets. But we didn't. We didn't force them to make enough tough baskets. We made it a little easier for them by by putting them to the line. Yeah, they had a bunch of free throws for sure, as we mentioned, plus ten there. Uh, the lady, the Tajanae Wright, with twenty points. Destiny Brown with fourteen. I was impressed with Tajanae Wright. That's the Tajanae Wright we've been expecting. That's the Tajanae Wright we've been looking for. But Destiny Brown with 14 points, Coach, including a big three. And uh, she was pulled away from the basket, and she was able to knock down the three and, and some of those long-range jumpers. Well, you know, that's what we had been talking to Destiny about all week. You know, look, you got you to gotta pull Jackson away from the basket. And, and Destiny can shoot that shot. We, we just probably don't allow her to shoot it as much as she would like to because we don't want her to get – 
get 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 three point happy, you know, because Jessica can do a lot of other things, but Des she can really shoot that three point shot. And uh, I thought it was a perfect game plan against Angel Jackson because Angel got to come out there and get her now. That takes her away from the the, the bucket. That takes her away from rebounding a lot of the balls, and especially if Destiny gonna make them like she was making them on that night because she was really knocking them down. But uh, I just hope she can continue to shoot the ball that way because we're gonna need her to be able to do that against uh, against Perry because Perry had a big that we want to pull away from the basket. So if Destiny shoot the ball like that she's going to be first she's going to be hard to deal with simply because now she can drive around her man and she got more space now because she's standing outside the three-point line and uh she's a pretty good uh decision maker when it comes to when to take it when not to take it when to put it on the floor so if she just keep doing what she's doing i think i think we're going to be okay because she's going to make us okay simply because of her play we won the battle of the boards coach if you had told me that we were plus three on the boards 29 to 26 i'm like okay and I'm um, sitting here like, okay, we, we did win that battle. Well, that's that's huge for us. I mean, that that's how you stay in the game against Jackson. Though you have to you have to find areas that you can kind of dominate a little bit. We couldn't we could not let them dominate us on the board and give them that many free throws too. You know, if we give them that many free throws, then they dominate us on the board. That, that score ain't gonna be near about as close. You know, but we we did a good job of rebounding the ball. We that helped kept the game close. Cause they didn't get a lot of second chance opportunities like they did when we played them in Jackson. They got a lot of second chance opportunities. Uh, the game at Alcorn, they didn't get that many second opportunities. We were plus 12 from the three-point line. We had nine triples. So if you look at some of the little intangible numbers, low-scoring game. That's what you wanted. Um, won the battle of the boards. Won the three-point line. We lost the free-throw line. I guess in winning, you've got to give up one. I mean, it's it's almost impossible if you lose the free-throw line and the three-point line. But uh, we, we gave up one of those, and which is tougher to, to stomach when you're dealing, when you're looking at a box score. Is it tougher to deal with losing the three-point line or is it tougher to lose the free-throw battle? Well, I think with, to me it's tougher to lose the – free throw battle that's simply because you kind of in control of that of the free throw but i mean you're fouling a lot you know we, you can control that you, you can't control it whether or not kids are really sticking that three-point shot you know what i mean and a three-point shot we, we want teams to take a lot of threes against us because we don't feel like you're gonna make them at a high level you know we just we made them at a pretty high level against jackson so that would allow us to stay in the game but uh, i was just disappointed in the in, in the in the foul calling you know, I don't think <laughs> there was some, there was some calls called that I didn't think was fouled either. So you know, I had to put the referees on, on front street with that because a, a couple calls, a foul on Neil on Jackson way out here about 34 feet away from the basket. She barely touched it if she touched her at all passing by her. But you know, the referee thought it was a call and uh, or was a foul and they called it and it was just and put her to the line. She made both free throws. That that's huge. You know, when we on a we on a run at the time too. We coming back, but uh. I just hate the. I hate we put them to the line too many times. If we could cut down, we could have cut down on on sending them to the line, and they would have beat us. Up, and they still beat us. I'll be okay with that. I just thought we gave them too many freebies. That's what a free throw is, is a freebie, and we just gave them too many of them. Jackson State shot 19 of 50, 38 percent, five of 11 from beyond the arc, and 19 of 29 from the free throw line. Like you coach your team, shot 38 percent, 45 percent from beyond the arc. Uh, Cheatham was a solid game, nine rebo nine boards. So she was all over it, all over the backboards. Yeah, but Charles, before I talk about about Cheatham, I want to just think think about this, Charles. They made more free throw than we attempted. They made 19. We only attempted 13. That's the game right there by itself. You know, they made more free throw than we even had an opportunity to to go to the line for. So we have to find a way to when we play them is to 
get away from putting them at the line so much. Make them do other things, you know. Uh, and back to Cheatham now. Cheatham, Cheatham uh, was on them boards, you know. That she, that's what she, that's what she does for us. So she rebound the ball well. That's why, that's why we are rebounding because she, she hit those boards. When she's doing it and she's, she's pitching in with the scoring too. Uh, we're a hard team to beat. Because she's making sure it's one and done on that on that end now, and then when she does that, we just we simply we're a different team, and we need her to play like that from here on out. If she play like that, where well, she's rebounding the ball, she's scoring a little bit, cause she can do she can score from all different levels. She can score from the three point line, or in between game is good. She can finish around the bucket, so she's a, she's a high level basketball player. We just need to make sure she always rebounding the ball for us. That's what makes us really good when she's rebounding. And it's a tough game for Zaniah White, uh, just three of twelve. What what made her day so tough? Well, if 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 you look at each other when you, we go back and watch film, all the stuff, all the stuff before she wanted, it was right, it was her shot right around the bucket. A lot of it, you know. I think I think because Jackson's so big, sometimes with her, you know, people people talk about uh, a White, but White White ain't really no more five four five three something like that. She she play a lot bigger, but she's she's a small kid, but she jumps out the gym. And so when she's playing against taller people, I think a lot of times she'd be looking for them while she's trying to shoot the ball or while she's trying to lay it up. She's always looking for other, other people and not concentrating like she need to or focusing in on finishing the play. Uh, but I just think she had a tough night. Uh, she's quite capable of making all the shots. She, I think she attempted like 12 shots. She's capable of making all them shots. She didn't take any bad shots. It's just she just missed them. And it wasn't like uh, it was nobody playing no serious defense on her. She had an opportunity to score. She just didn't make the shot. And as simple as that. Uh, you give her those shots again, I think she'll make them. And I and I just we kept keep pushing her to keep doing what you're doing. She was aggressive, and that's what we needed her to be, especially in the second half. She wasn't as aggressive in the first half, but she was a lot more aggressive in the second half. But uh, I'm not worried about her. If she get those same shots again, I just feel like she's going to make them. And it's a tough tough game for Nia McAlfia, scoreless, uh, just one point for Kaylin Watkins, Ford with three, and a tough game for Kiara Henderson, just. A couple of shot attempts. Yeah, but you know those are not people who take a bunch of shots for us. That, that's that's not what they do. You know, Kaylin Kaylin took a lot of shots for us against in the Southern game because she was on. She was really making those shots. But those three right there, they do other things that makes us good. Uh, they ain't got nothing to do with shot making. Neil's job is to get the ball in the hands of Destiny and uh, get the ball in the hand of White, get the ball in the hands of a right. That's her job. She knows when she can shoot uh, shoot the basketball. Neil got open and I think it was the fam you game where they were just leaving her open. She's gonna keep you honest. She's not gonna take a bunch of shots and Watson is the same way. Henderson is not the same. Henderson's a defensive stopper. That's not their job to score a lot of points. Not saying that they won't have big games if you just leave them open, but that's not their job to take a lot of shots. The right people was taking the taking a bunch of shots. Their job is to do other things. Well it was a tough loss coach. I mean that two minute stretch obviously was huge. It was uh, 8-8 in the third quarter, 26-26 in the fourth quarter, 13-9 in the first quarter, and 15-11 in the second quarter. And we talked about it, that 8-0 run at the end of the second quarter, and we lose by 8-62 to 54. So, Coach, what was the, the speech to your team after the game? I know Alcorn Jackson State brings out a lot of emotions, win or lose. Yeah. Uh, what was the speech to your team after the game? Well, I just told them I was proud of them. I was proud of their effort. Uh, I was proud of the way they approached the game. They were so professional about everything that they did that week up to the up to the game, and uh, the way they came out uh, with the emotions that they played with. You know, I, I just feel good. I, I told them, I told them, this team don't want to see you in the tournament. And that that was that was a hit for like, hey, let's get to the tournament because they don't want to see us. 
I just don't feel like if, – if you had asked any – you asked any of the teams in the top five who would they want to play, I bet you Alcorn won't be, won't be – nobody in that top five. They won't name Alcorn because we, we present problems for a lot of people that's up – that's in the top because of the way we do things and the way we run our offense and all that different stuff, how we control the tempo of the game. And Jackson's one of those people. I don't think they would pick us out if they had to pick a team. So who you want to play? I don't think they would say Alcorn because uh, we play them well. We, we we feel like we know the things that you have to do to beat them. Are we good enough to do it all the time? Nah, we'd prove that we would, we're not good enough to do it all the time. But it, just, it don't take but one time to do it. You know what I mean? The tournament is a totally different uh, atmosphere too. So I was just I just told the kid I was proud of him and I just hope they keep playing the way they are playing because we've been playing some really good basketball of late, and I, and I think I think we we end up getting a real good seed if we continue to play the way we've been playing. Well, right now I'm just trying to get into the top eight. We're a half game out of eighth place right now, which is held by Bethune Cookman at six and nine. We're five and nine, so we're a half game back out of eighth place. Um, and Bethune Cookman, they play Grambling, they play Southern, and they play Florida A&M. Those are their three games. Of course, we got the two games in Texas, and we've got Pine Bluff and Mississippi Valley here. So let's look at what we got coming up. We head to Texas, our last regular season road trip of the year, and Prairie View. You look at where Prairie View is, Sandy Pugh's team right now sitting in a tie for sixth place with FAMU at seven and eight. They're probably going to finish somewhere around there, sixth, seventh. Uh, They're two games behind Alabama A&M, so most likely not to move up but could stay where they are. But we know that Prairie, that Prairie View game here was one we let kind of slip through our fingers. Yep. But when you look at this uh, Prairie View team, Coach, what can we expect when we head to Texas? Well, I think the biggest thing with most Coach Pew teams are they're going to be solid offensively and defensively when it comes to uh, paying attention to detail. I mean, I, I thought we had control of that game and until the fourth quarter when we kind of let it got away from us when it came to the, the different defenses that they were throwing at us. We didn't adjust to them well, especially when they went to that 2-3 zone wide. You know, that's a that's one of the uh, defenses that Coach Pugh liked to throw at you when they when she feel like you're going on a run on her and she want to force you to shoot a lot of jump shots and they like to go to that defense. But, you know, they're going to be solid. And they're going, they are, they're well coached. You can see that by some of the things that they do. They're not as talented as the, some of the teams that Coach Pugh had at Southern, but they still got some people that can really put the ball in, in the basket like Payne. Payne, we got to find a way to, 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 to limit her when it comes to her touches on the ball. We got to find a way to keep the ball out of her hand. We got to find a way to trap her when she's coming off the string. We got to make somebody else score more. And I'm not saying that they don't have people that's capable of doing that, but we know one thing. Uh, Payne is capable of doing it. We just got to find a way to get the ball out of her hand. Yeah, well, 61 to 55 when we played them right here. Um, again, you know, this, as far as the quarters we led after the first quarter, um, we only had nine points in the fourth quarter. So you look at Payne, you talked about her just a moment ago, 16 points, Waddle with 10 points, and then off the bench, Amari Williams with 12 points. So they have a lot of different ways to come at you. What they do, they do. And anytime, anytime you have a, a big, and they have a big uh, transfer from Vanderbilt that, that they can really feed, and, they, and she's going to help other people be better simply because we have to do other things defensively when she's in the game because we don't want Destiny getting in foul trouble trying to check her by herself. And uh, that's what normally what Coach Pugh tried to do when they when she played against us because she knows Destiny means so much to the way we do everything offensively and defensively. They feel like they can get her in foul trouble. Uh, it changes the whole complex of where the game is going to be. And uh, our job is to find a way to, to keep her from getting in foul trouble, not forcing her to have to deal with a person that with that size and that physicalness down 
down low. See, Angel Jackson wasn't in nobody's physical as this kid we're going to play against on Saturday. And uh, we try to keep Destiny away from that. So we got to figure out some of the things that we're going to do defensively to make other people other than pain and, and, and keep their inside game uh, uh, down uh, by not allowing them, the big girl to get the ball inside. Then we go to Texas Southern, a team that we beat right here. Uh, Coach Skeet's ball club, you look at where they are. They're 4-11. and 11. Um, on the outside looking into that top eight picture in her second year. But we beat them here. What do we have to do to beat them again? Well, I think the biggest thing against them is just, just being solid. They, they, their guards are real good. Their guards are quite capable of, of shooting the three. They have more than one kid. They have homes. They have a, they have a, a number three. They have a couple of kids that really shoot the ball well from the three-point line. But the thing about them, you got, you got to kind of make them turn it over. You gotta, gotta turn them over. If you turn them over, I think I first hurt them here, and we played a little faster than we normally play. And uh, you just have to control the tempo of the game against them because uh, uh, lately they've been playing small. They haven't been playing their bigs a lot. And normally when bigs play against us, that helps us when it comes to the way we do our, run our offense because we feel like we can get around bigs and we can control the tempo of the game better when there are bigs in the game. And that's why that's why most teams that play against Alcorn, they always they come down to where we are when it comes to size. You know, like. Like Pine Bluff be having two bigs in the game and stuff. When they play us, they only play one big. When Jackson play us, they only play one big. They don't play two big. They try to fit Nene. They try to match up with her. They don't want to play a big against her because they know bigs are not used to playing behind the three-point line. So they'll play a small person, like a guard against Nene. So we don't really worry about teams that really got big kids like that. You know, our thing is just running our offense and trying to get our back door and not and turn, turn it, over. it over. Well, Coach, Coach we, appreciate we appreciate it. it. And... and We'll talk, we'll talk to you on Monday. Monday. All right, Charles, 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 Charles. appreciate it.